Hello and welcome to A Pinch and a Poke. I'm Alex. This is the podcast where I make an old-fashioned and tell you a thing. This is going to be the last episode of season one. I've been doing this podcast to learn and now I'm going to take some time to focus on trying to find some work. I will probably come back in a few weeks and do a different kind of cocktail, but I haven't really decided yet. Since it's the last episode, I've been trying really hard to figure out what I want to do. I was thinking about repeating a recipe that didn't go so well last time now that I have some new ingredients, but I actually decided to go weird and really experimental. So I'm going to do a Calvados old-fashioned. I think a lot of people around here don't know what Calvados is. It is a French apple brandy but it's not just like flavored apple brandy i think there's a lot of cheap ones out there that are kind of scary but calvados tends to be quite smooth fairly aged just a really nice liquor okay i'm in the kitchen i'm gonna work on my drink i decided to play with a a recipe that i found online that said calvados and honey syrup I don't have honey syrup. I'm not going to make it, but I do have honey. So I'm going to use the very Wisconsin-y method where I put the honey and a little bit of simple syrup at the bottom of my glass, hit it with my bitters, and get it stirred up before I add in the Calvados. So now I have a mixture at the bottom of my glass that's honey and syrup and bitters, and I'm going to add ice to it, get it nice and cooled off, add some Calvados. See how it tastes. I might need to play with the ratios a little bit, but this drink is really tasty. The richness of the honey and the apple from the Calvados come together beautifully. I've been so happy having these aromatic bitters. They just add this little herbal brightness to everything. Yeah, this is a good drink. This is a good experiment. Since this is the end of a season, I want to zoom out for a second and just talk about old fashions. I picked the old fashioned to start this experiment with because it's one of the cleanest forms of cocktail. It's really just spirit, sugar, and bitters. And then you can add different flavors. You can add different spirits. You can add soda. You can really just do whatever you want to make it the drink that you want. So I think it's really fun to experiment with. And honestly, the main thing that I've learned from doing these six episodes is that the core ingredient matters a lot. Where like when I was using the Corbell cheaper brandy, I usually didn't like the drinks as much. I had to add more sweetener and that usually didn't balance very well when I used like the Calvados from today. It's a nicer ingredient but I still had a lot of trouble approaching it on its own so with just a little bit of help from the bitters and some sweeteners it became a really lovely spirit and I appreciate it a lot more. I also learned about some bold flavor combinations that are definitely worth trying. The honey whiskey with the citrus, I just squeezed an orange into it, was really, really good. So if you take anything away from this, go try something new, experiment with a drink, and support your local independent liquor stores. Welcome to The Poke, the part of the episode where I get to tell you a thing. This is another one where the whole story is a little hard to nail down, but it's too interesting not to share. The first part is that bamboo has a very weird life cycle. We all know that bamboo grows like crazy, but it actually only flowers on average once every 40 to 80 years, with some species waiting over 100 years to flower. When it finally does go, all of the bamboo in an area will flower and seed at the same time, creating an enormous amount of bamboo rice. 
One theory about this is a predator satiation technique where basically you make so much food that predators will not be able to eat all of it and plenty of it will seed and grow. This is a lot like what cicadas do when they come out every 13 or 17 years. The second part here is what I found harder to verify, but very believable. Chickens evolved alongside with the bamboo flowering so that when there was an excess of food, their reproductive systems went into overdrive and they reproduced like crazy. Ancient humans observed this pattern and figured out that if they just fed the chickens enough, they could have eggs all the time. I will say that there's an awful lot of literature about chicken domestication, some of it talking more about cockfighting, and some of it talking more about religious activities. So this is probably just one facet of how chickens have been domesticated several times over the last 10,000 years, but I definitely thought it was worth sharing. That's all for this episode of A Pinch and a Poke. Thank you so much for listening. I've been Alex, I've enjoyed my drink, and I hope you learned something. As always, if you want to hire me to help with your podcast, please contact me at alexsavage.audio at gmail.com. This is going to be the final episode of Season 1 of A Pinch and a Poke. I may be back in a few weeks to do a new season with a different cocktail, but for now I'm going to be focusing on trying to edit someone else's podcast. So thanks again for listening, and maybe I'll talk at you again sometime.